Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Serving While Being Served. I am the host with the most. It's me, Nurse Monroe, and I am so humbly grateful that you are joining me for another episode of Serving While Being Served. I hope that wherever you are, this word moves you. And Father God, I hope that whatever you're going through, you get peace. And I hope that this message that I'm delivering to you, you take with love and you don't take any of it out of content or you don't let worldly emotions destroy the message that I am trying and that God put in my spirit to share because it needs to be shared. And a little bit of maintenance before we get started. If you are not a part of my IG family, please, please make sure to join Nurse Monroe. Also, um, my YouTube, we just dropped Astro's birth story. He turned two months um, on Thursday, on the 21st, my big boy. He is almost, what, 13 pounds. My baby is growing and just flourishing and just what what a joy it is to be his mother. So go watch the birth story. My lips were ashy um, when I was delivering. That's all I kept thinking as I was posting that part of me during the C-section. But, you know... I was doing I was doing what I was supposed to do, okay? And just know they're not there and they're not ashy now. <laughs> they were so ashy. So please, and it's a tearjerker. So if you ready to cry, because I cry every time I watch it, but like the girls have been telling me that they have been crying. We have been crying watching it together because it's just a moment. But today's word is very important. So and it's it's just it's getting straight to the nitty-gritty. And it is the title is get yourself together. And go get you some God. Okay. One more time for the people in the back of the sanctuary. Get yourself together. Get your, pull your, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Get your Bible out and get ready for the spiritual warfare that's going on right now. Get yourself together. If you have not noticed the world is changing. I think, like, I kind of feel like a broken record saying that, but it's like, it's kind of, I think me saying it is keeping me in a small delusion. Like, (laughs) That maybe it's not changing as fast as it is. Because, you know, sometimes the girls, you know, we have to stand a little bit of Delulu, Delulu land just to keep us pushing through. But I don't know if that's what it is, but it's changing. So, like, on the realistic tip of it all, um, it's moving really fast and things are just, like, unfolding in front of our eyes. The world is currently in a hard reset. And the hard reset is going to affect some a lot more different than it is some others. Some is going to be positive. Some is going to be a very negative hard stop. And um, it's going to be a change of we- uh, a change of, of wealth. And it's just all of these worldly things that I can go for hours and hours about. But I'm going to talk to you about how you need to integrate God into your life. This is the time where you need to really sit down and focus and really dedicate some time to building a relationship with God because first of all he loves you and he wants you to come through secondly you are going to need the faith the strength the hedge of protection more than ever with what you know where the world is going and how things are transcending so you know I posted just posted a post online that was on my spirit and I was talking to my sister about it because you know I was you know grouping and grounding about you know possibly returning to work and that I didn't want to leave my baby and all of this other, you know, motherly, worldly, you know, feelings that I were having. And and my sister told me, you should be grateful to even have a job where you can go back and you can make more than ample enough money, 200K, whatever it may be, and et cetera, of money to provide for you, your family and everything else. That's a blessing. And, you know, I sat there and I was like, you are right. Because I have been looking at this situation. I have been looking at it 
not in the gratitude um, glass that I should have been looking, glasses that I should have been looking through. I've been looking through it as, oh, I'm leaving my baby, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really a place of gratitude. You should be grateful for any means to provide right now because means to provide are limited and are going to continue to be limited. Um, a lot of the girls back in the day were kind of in their bag, um, in their, oh, you know, don't go back to school. Don't do this. You don't need that. I'm making this type of money. I'm scamming this. I'm doing that. And that's all, you know, that's great. You know, I don't never, I don't hate on what people is doing, but when I tell you that that is not working for them now, it is not. There is a never ending battle of, how some people are going to survive right now and the luxuries and the extra fufu and the extra worldly things that they were having is completely in the back of their mind now now people are going straight into survival mode and you know and that's why I say it's important that you know if you have been one of those people who have been working to take yourself out of survival mode and you have gotten closer to God so that you can be out of survival mode because that's really not a mode that, that, that you were made, that you were not made to live in that mode, okay? That mode is made for only select purpose and times. Um, and when God is trying to use that mode to elevate you, that is not the mode you're supposed to stay in on a regular basis. So if you notice that you are constantly switched over to survival mode, you really need to sit down and we really need to be, we really need to be doing some, some complete rethinking and rearranging. And that's when I say you need to rearrange your time and you need to be putting some more time in for you to have with God because you should not be in survival mode. But like I said, the world is changing. And some may have slipped back into survival mode. And while you're slipping back into that survival mode, the enemy is so testy and, and he just loves that you're slipping back in it because now the attacks have started. And realistically, you're not supposed to slip into survival mode. You're supposed to slip into faith mode. So that's why I said you need to get yourself together and get you some God. So really, you're supposed to be running towards the direction of God, but you are running towards other things you're warning towards how i'm gonna do this where this money gonna come from how this gonna stay on and you're not saying god gonna provide for me he gonna keep these lights on things are gonna be good we're gonna be straight he always provides all of my needs he's never let me go without i never had a time i've been without let me look at his track record you're not there so that's why I said we got to get out of survival mode. So step one, realize you are going into survival mode. Realize that the world is kind of slipping into survival mode. Realize that this is a time that you have to stand on your faith. You have to stand behind God. This is when a lot of people are going to get separated. This is when, you know, you're going to have some people who are going to get left behind. And it's kind of sucks because it's like, what if some of those people are people you love and people who are in your circle and a part of your village and your community? Like how, like, how can I keep my people from going there? And that's when you have to just slip into heavy prayer. That's when you really have to turn your prayer warrior uh, hat on and snug it on tight because that's the only way you're really going to be able to push through, you know, the things that are transcending. I also made a comment about, you know, this is the time if you ever if, if you need to sign to go back to school in the particular area that God has told you to go back into. Let me specify that because see, school is also a business. College is a business. Let's not remember that. And we have a lot of people who are not winning from that business who are actually in more debt from that business that that was another way that they were taking advantage of people you know selling them this dream yada 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 so if this is something that you know okay maybe a career you already work in you can advance a degree in maybe it's something that you've been wanting to do um 
But if it's not kind of some of the big threes or the fours, if it's not computers, medicine, um, law, um, or a trade, I really wouldn't recommend you going into that right now. That's this really not the time for you to go get the degree in literature, whatever, whatever, whatever that they was selling years ago to had everybody in the choco. And now you have this degree and you can't even get a job that's paying more than 20 hours. Right. I wouldn't recommend that. But if you sit down and you have a talk with God and he say, you know what? You are good with your hands. Go to trade school. You are, you're willing to help people go get you a degree in medicine. You are good with computers. Go get you something in tech. You like to argue with people in debate. Go, you know, go, go get you a law degree. You always got to know laws. You always got to sign contracts contracts you're a good salesperson go get you a real estate license so you can sell a couple houses or something you know this is the time to do it okay so not only are you getting in your bag with god you're also getting in your education bag your learning bag that is the part see that it, it's all intricate once you stop learning you stop living Okay. And that's like, and learning means for me is learning, definitely learning the word of the Bible, but learning outside, learning literature, learning a skill, learning emotional control, learning all of it. Once you have closed down your vessel and said, I am no longer, I am the smartest I'm ever going to be. I'm a genius. I don't need to learn anymore. That is when you start to age. Okay. And the aging process starts with the mind. They've done multiple studies where, you know, people have had less likelihood of Alzheimer's and dementia taking over their minds who were busy, who were still able to work, who were still willing to read before they transcend to those diseases where disease processes where they couldn't do it anymore, but who still held on to what they used to do. So, like I said, and even for, you know, aging, you live longer if you're learning, if you're moving around. So, so get your Bible, get to reading. Get, get, get the degree, get the, get the journal, get to reading, get back to touching a book. Touching a book is elite. Um, I am not a digital book person. I am, I, I have had a couple of digitals on my phone, but I have a growing library that I plan on once we move into our permanent home. I plan on buying more books and I plan on passing down a very large amount of literature to my, to my, all to the generations, my children's generation and then on above, because I feel like eventually books are going to be like, girl, you got a book? What? Let me see it. So like I said, get yourself a book, go out and touch a book go to a bookstore, touch a book. It's always good to touch it. Even if you're not more so into the, you know, I'll say the self-help and the learning, go and get you a hardcover Bible. Um, you need to have a hardcover cover Bible. You need to be able to touch the Bible and touch the word during these seasons. You need to be able to pick it up. You need to be able to highlight. You need to be able to date next to passages that you have read that has that has changed you I like to when I read my bible I normally did like if I read a scripture and it's really helped me with what I'm dealing with right now I like to date it then I normally journal on that situation like uh, my life is in shambles whatever whatever it is and then I normally put that scripture in there. And then like, like I normally, like, I love it when I like go back in my Bible and I'm reading through and I see these old dates from six years ago and, and six months ago and whatever it is, because that refreshes me of how God worked for me in that current time. And that reminds me of how he is in the blessing business and he has never left me or forsaken me. So it's like a friendly reminder of like, you were here and God was here too. So that's why I say, go touch you a Bible, baby. <laughs> 
go go pick you a Bible. We get, I feel like we talked about this all the time, but go touch you a Bible. That's that's the first step of getting getting with God, getting there with God. So you first you gotta realize if you're in survival mode or not. We're going over everything. Okay. Okay. Second, you gotta realize is there some skill that I can advance in? Cause this is the time to advance. Cause I'm telling you, in five to ten years, school is gonna be like you're gonna have to sell a kid to get into it. They're gonna make the, this is this is how the enemy starts and, and he's working in the world and he's gonna make things harder. Okay. Now, if you are a child of God, it's still not going to be hard for you, but I mean, come on now. We, we like things. If we can make it a little bit more smoother, <laughs> we, I'd much rather take smooth than bumpy. So like I said, if this, if you have, if you have a skill, if you, if God's been speaking to you to do it, go back and go do it today. This is the time. Okay. What I want to say on that is I feel like, and this is, and I've say this all the time is that debt is really the fear of debt really be having, that's really a fear tactic. Okay. There's always a way around it and don't let the fear of debt, um, you know, if you are able to get the assistance that you need, don't let that fear of, oh my God, I'm going to be paying on this forever, keep you from advancing. So you will still be able to survive or, you know, not even survive, but you will be able to comfortably live because that's the objective. You know, a lot, some people don't want to have every worldly thing in the world. Some people don't need to have big houses and nice cars. They just want their car to drive them and be nice and comfortable. They want their home to be comfortable before, you know, those of, uh, of us who kind of, you know, like to have more things and you know god has promised us more um you're gonna have to be able to you know sell yourself above the rest and selling yourself above the rest is first of all having a strong foundation with god because you know nothing is gonna knock you off your pedestal and you can go into things fearlessly that's why i say you have to get you some god because god is gonna let you fearlessly combat all of this foolishness that's going on when you have a relationship with god all of this can be going on and in the back of your head you'll be like well it don't affect me because that's how i am I'm like, I, I am in the delusional land. I'm Delulu and holding God's hand. So I'm kind of like holding his hand and I'm like, baby, I don't even know like what's going on. Like it's people out, it's all type of turmoil going on, visionist. Me and God standing there holding his hand, okay? All right, he taller than me. I'm a little shorter. I'm thinking he got on some white. I mean, whatever, whatever color he feeling for the day. Okay. It's all type of foolishness going on. We just, we, we doing a small split screen of the world. We got shootings going on over here. War going on over there. Disease going on over here. You know, famished, all of this type of stuff. And I'm sitting there holding God's hand and I'm just like, well, I mean, I'm going to be all right. Cause you know, I'm standing here with you. <laughs> I mean, but I hope everybody else going to be all right. I, I wish all of them out there come stand over here with us too. So it doesn't affect them. That's where I'm at. That's how I visualize that. That keeps me going. Whatever visual you have, I'm not shading it, but I'm just letting you know, get you some visuals. Get get up in there. Get get your get your hand on the hem of them garments cuz it's going down. It's like literally constantly going down. And you know, it's sad because I really feel like you know, um, some people aren't going to get the message and really realize what's going to happen until it's too late. And then it's going to be so hard. It's going to be such a challenge to, you know, to, to catch up and to get yourself there. That's why I say, if you stay in the world, uh, the word of the Lord, if you stay, you know, grounded in him, if you stay committed in him, no matter what it may be, even when you feel like you are coming up short, even when you feel like, like they say, pray, even when you feel like you're not praying, because that's the enemy keeping you away from God. That's him throwing you, even when you tie, even when you don't know what to say, even if you kind of come in, uh, you coming a little hot, you know, even if you in the midst of you at the club, you doing something worldly, you're not supposed to be doing whatever it is, you can still pray. 
There's never a time where you can't pray. I want you to understand that. There's never a place where I won't pray. I can be listening to some of the most raunchiest music, which I'm still kind of have lately have really, really pushed away from it. I'm still on my secondary music, you know, um, like fast, but I can be listening to some foolishness and I will still be in my head praying. I will still be asking God for protection. I will still be asking him for favor wherever I go for guidance. I still will. And this is something I like got down in the last like couple of years. I hadn't been doing this before. I was that person where I would be places and I'd be like, this is not the place to pray. <laughs> like it's people dropping it. It's twerking going on over there. It's some hookah going on here. I don't know what type of drugs some people over there on, but this is not giving me the place to play to pray. Like I really need to, I, I, I feel bad praying here. Like I'm going to get struck by lightning, but no, 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 no. That is even more better for you to pray because I'm telling you, if you keep praying the way you're praying, you will not be in those places ever again. Oh, come on somebody. You, God will remove you from them places and you will never, ever be praying in those type of situations ever again. So pray when you in them funky situations. Okay. Even if you praying about something, it ain't even got nothing to do with the situation. Even if you having a time of your life, still pray, still pray because it, it'll change it. You'll never be there again. I used to pray some real raunchy places, baby. I got some stories to tell. And guess what, baby? I haven't been to those places in years, decades. I don't even know how, I don't even know how to get to them. I don't even know where they be at. So that's why I say it's important to get yourself in line with the Lord. If it's never been a time to do it, this is to do it. Figure out how you, and you know, there's so many people online who said this and I, and I, you know, different influencers, spiritual ones, Christians, you know, I'm always big on getting, you know, energy and, 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 and just, just, just getting the flow of things from, from different places, different vantage points. I'm not, I am not that type of Christian. I'm there where I'm like, I turn my back on, you know, a person if I don't agree with what they got going on, you know. Now, if you went some complete foolishness, I will not have parts in that. But if you have a different outlook or different thought on things, I will kind of be like, okay, you can look at it like that. Because that's also a part of learning. And you can agree to disagree with so many different people. You know, just like you can love a person from a distance, just like a person could be in some foolishness. You could be like, you know what? I love you, but I'm just, I'm gonna love you from over here. That's kind of how I am with different, with different things. So, you know, people have been saying, you know, make sure you solidify your village and your, your clan of people that you could provide for them. And that's really what you need to be doing. You have to be the spiritually strong person in this factor. Okay. You know, you have to be that one. If you notice that you are the only one that's kind of, you know, looking around like it's kind of, it's kind of getting a little different up in here. If everybody else is kind of still, you know, living in the matrix or whatever you may want to call it, and they don't really see what's going on. This is your time to step out and say, you know what? I see what's going on. And I feel, you know, the void that's going on between me and God. And I need to get where I need to go. And I need to start really doing some things that are set a foundation for me and mine. And that's really what it's about. Getting a relationship with God is going to solidify the foundation in so many other areas of your life. It's not just one. It's like multiple. So like, don't be angry at yourself if you feel like so many years have passed and it's like you're just not having the aha moment because like I said, I didn't start going back to school until I was, what, 21. I did not, 
I kind of like vegged out and lived my life and ghettoed it out for the first three years after after high school. All, you know, the girls were going to school for four years. I wasn't doing that. I had other things going on. God had other plans for me. So you never are too late. You know, I'm getting ready to go back to school at 37. You know, go back to law school, start a whole. It's like you never are too late. And you are, and I always want you to remember, and, and I remember hearing me saying this, time waits for nobody. Time is going to keep going. So either you're going to do the four-year program, and, and you're going to turn, what, 40? Let's just make an age up. 43? Or you're going to do nothing and you're going to turn 43. Anywhere it goes, you're going to turn 43. It ain't like you can stop it. Just because you, just because you like decide to like make some sacrifices and go and move forward and, you know, remove yourself from a different areas to get closer to God and, you know, stop doing this and doing that. You're still, time is still going to go on. So either you're going to spend that time drinking and smoking, not doing anything, still out in the streets, not really making no consistent money, kind of living off everybody, kind of living off men, kind of all over the place. Or you're going to really sit down and be like, you know what, let me get serious with God. Let me get serious with myself and let me really prepare myself so that I am not left behind and I am not leaving my family behind and I am breaking some form of generational curses and I am not letting time, you know, disable me on really doing what I need to do. Cause that's what it is. The enemy will use time kind of to have you, that's kind the enemy loves to use time. Time is kind of his thing. Um, he uses it in, in, in a, a variety of ways, but particularly I've noticed whenever I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, well, you know, I really want to go back and do this. I really want to start this. I really want to do that. But you know, I'm older, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm just kind of like, okay, but like, so if you don't do it, you're going to stop aging. Cause I didn't know that. Cause I mean, like, tell me something, sis. Cause if it's happening for you, I need to know what's up. And they're like, oh, well, no, but it's just, and I'm just like that, that is, you letting outside things interfere with the inside things that God has already put inside of you. And you can't do that. If God has put it on your heart, if God has spoke to you, if he has been calling you and you have not been answering the phone, you need to pick the phone up. Hello, God. And have a, and have a conversation with him. Like seriously. And I know I'm speaking to somebody. I know, I know it is. And, and it's, 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 it's time. It really is. It's time to really take life serious. Life is is taking itself serious. Life is lifing everybody right now. Everybody is dealing with something. The richest of the rich are dealing with something. I just seen a quote with T Grizzly. Is it T Grizzly? Because you know I'm good to mess a rapper's name up, boo. I seen it and it said, um, you know, when I was broke, I was looking for money to solve all my problems. And then I got all of the money. And now I got problems that money can't solve. And I just want you to understand everybody is in this awkward space. And don't let, you know, the pictures, the this, the that fool you. We all are fighting for our lives. Some of us are just have a, just uh, the category of our fight is different. Some of us, we won't even we won't even, I won't even label it as fighting for my life. You know, I'm just in a season of transition. I'm just in between blessings. But when you don't have God, it's going to come off as a fight for your life. That's how that goes. When you don't have that foundation, it's going to come like it's a full blown attack because you don't, you, you, you are trying to fight in the worldly and you're not fighting it in the spiritual realm. You're not praying about it. You're just like, let me do stuff on earth. Um, to fix it. Let me figure out what I can do. Let me come up with another plan. 
instead of saying, you know what, let me pause and let me listen and, you know, let me really talk to God so I can hear and let me figure out what I need to do. But like I said, you have, you, you have to, it has to start with you. I don't think people want to realize that they really are their own worst enemy. Um, if you've had a relationship with God and, you know, you feel like, because I, I feel like in this season too, like even me, I feel like I be having like moments where I feel disconnected from God. And then I have like an anxiety attack and I'm like, okay, let me read the Bible. Let me pray. Like if I go a couple hours or something and I'm like, dang, I haven't even prayed about nothing. I'm like, oh, like I'm because you know what it is. It's because I, it's such a peaceful place when you have God. So when you don't have God, you notice that you are fighting, you know, like emotionally you notice that you are like outside of the bubble and things start to affect you affect you more you know I noticed that my day goes entirely much much more better and I feel like I do so much more and I grow so much more when me and my husband pray together like when we don't pray I notice the difference of days when we don't pray you know I notice that we you know the enemy may even send an attack it may be like a real big attack you may be like well dang but when when I don't sit down and I, you know, and, and I, and what it is, is that I think that since I'm praying all the time and I'm praying over my husband, that it's like, it's different, but I'm telling you, God two two coming to him is better than one always. So even if you are in a relationship with someone and you notice that you guys are both stagnant, this is the time that you need to bring up some God. And if this person is not kind of receptive of it, then this is your, that's probably your sign that you got to kind of get rid of them. And that stagnancy is probably coming from them also. And that's probably why you haven't kind of, you know, made it out of this season. And you kind of feel like you a dog chasing the tail is because you got somebody who is spiritually completely 100% disconnected and Lord Jesus, I hope they not worshiping the wrong person. So, you know, it's just, it's that time. It's that time. It's the change of the season. The leaves are falling. Okay. Um, it's just time. It really is. You, you need to get, get it together. If you never felt like you needed to get it together, it's that it really is. You got to figure it out. And it's just not even about financial. Financial is a big part. I don't want to say that it's not because you got to pay your bills, my baby. We have bills to pay. They keep coming and things are getting more expensive, but you need to have your mental more so prepared. Because the mental attacks are going to be much more worse than the spiritual attacks. Mostly everyone um, who is suffering, um, you know, in the streets or who are without home and who are caught in the, you know, with the demons of drugs and abuse and so on and so forth like that. They are under a mental attack. Like everybody's always like, oh, well, you know, they, if they could just get up and get a job, if they can just stop doing drugs, if they can just, and it's like, okay, that sounds easy. Okay. But when you are disconnected from God, number one, and then you start doing and abusing drugs and drinking, which we're going to have a discussion about how that, that opens up the vessel for so many demons and demonic stuff and stuff. But when you are in that game room, okay. You are very, you're mentally lost and being mentally lost is worse than any type of other health issue you can have because once you lose the mind, the body will follow. So that's why 
most of them are suffering and, and, and we pray God that he delivers them and he puts them in better positions while we speak of them. But that's why most of them are suffering is because they have battled mental attacks. Most of them, you talk to them, they were abused as children. Um, they grew up, you know, with really poor upbringings, no support, you know, and, and then they, then they were pushed into the drugs. They were in bad situations. They started looking for love in the wrong place, but that's all a mental attack. That's how that, that's what that is. Like, like the devil will start mentally attacking you when you like three years old. Like he, like he'll even start it at birth. Like it, that's how it works. Seriously. It was a young lady online. She said she was born addicted to methamphetamines, cocaine, kind of every drug it is or whatever. And she had prevailed and she was doing great. God, you know, with it. But that was a mental attack that started on her in the womb. So it's like, it could start early. So I just don't, I just want you to just be ready. Get your kitten caboodle together. Cause it's, it's, it's a serious business. So like I said, um, you know, just to go back over the steps that we need to do for you to get it together, to get your life together, um, is that you need to get a foundation with God. Number one. Okay. Number two, you need to figure out what you're going to do with yourself. What are you going to do with yourself? Okay. If you have been doing something and it has been successful, but you feel like you could be doing more, do more. If you have involved yourself, um, you know, at one point in, you know, getting another degree, getting another skill, and you kind of feel back from that, fall back into that. Have a rationale. Ask God, is that where he wants you to be? Start having those talks. Where do you want me to be, God? What do you want me to be doing? Start asking him that. A lot of us don't ask that because we're afraid he's going to tell us to do something we don't really want to do. And that, and we don't want to be obedient. And that is going to keep you stagnant too. So you have to have those discussions with God. You have to, and you have to accept whatever it is he tell you. If he tells you, I want you to be a corn farmer, you're going to be like, but I don't even know how to farm God. Like what's tea. And he's going to be like, well, that's what I want you to do. <laughs> so like start moving towards that. And that's, you just have to be obedient with that. And every person, the story that I ever heard before we go that has been obedient with God has always came out a thousand times better than when they went out. They are normally extremely financially secure. They are normally able to, because see, the objective for me is that I want to become so financially secure that I can help others financially. I want to be able to like sporadically help others put them in a position, do whatever it is. And I just, I want to be able to share. I want to have enough to where I'm comfortable and I can share. And normally those people have enough to where they're comfortable and whatever lifestyle they want to live and they're able to share. And they will tell you every time it's cause I, 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 I just sat down. I had a talk with God. I was obedient with him. I followed him. I listened to what he told me to do. It, it was a little rocky. I kind of was a little scared, but it worked out for me. So be obedient. Get you some God, figure out what you want to do, prepare yourself, understand the world is changing. Um, I, 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 I'm big. I am the person I'm going to tell you, you know, financial, my financial thing is, you know, make more money. I'm just like, well, I just got to make more money, which is, you know, it it can have its things. I'm still, God probably still working on me in that area, but as of now, that's what it is. I got to make some more money, but just figure out what works for you, but you got to figure it out with God. That's what you got to do. You got to. It's no other way. You have to get yourself together and you have to get yourself some God. You can't keep doing the one foot in and the one foot out situation. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, work, it's been working for so long. But if you noticed, you kind of been doing the same thing for maybe three plus, four plus, five plus years. So it's time for you to just be like, you know what? 
I want to do something different. And I want to do it with God. And I want God to lead me. And I don't want to try to get in front of God and lead him. Okay? Woo! That was a good word. That really was. Like, I really, really am. I'm really was feeling that. I can go. I could. I kind of could do that for hours. I've been talking for 31 minutes. And I'm like, let me wrap this up. Because I know the girls be having life. And nobody's going to listen to something for six hours. But... I'm so, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm always going to tell you how grateful I am that you're here and you're listening and make sure that you are um, liking, commenting and subscribing. Um, this episode is getting posted on a Sunday. So I hope today you got you some word. If you did not go get you some church, go read your Bible, get you a journal, start journaling, start talking to God, open up the vessel, open up the gateway, let God come in. That's what I want you to do. Okay. And I love you to the moon and back so, so very much. And I hope you will join me for another exceptional episode and I will see you soon. Okay. Bye.